0: Hello and welcome to episode 523 of the Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick the King Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockarts.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, indeed. Hey, we've got twos.
2: I don't have a real stutter. There are lots of twos.
0: Uh We've got um one new patron, a little bit of Cast news, basically, no new news, a couple of stories. We'll uh, talk about our sponsor for this episode, Manscaped. Once again, uh, we'll do uh, probably a little bit more on competitive league than uh, than we typically would, uh, and then we'll close it out with roundtable and mail fight. We actually have some emails this week, uh, but before we get into it, Aiden, how was your week?
1: My week was good. Um, not the most League of Legends. I have oh, it was a lot at the beginning, and then I've I've just been getting more tilted at. It. I think the more I play League, the less I like it, and the hmm. I need to find the happy ground of. Not playing at zero because I crave league, but not playing it too much where I go, well, I wish these 12 things were changed about it to make me happy. Um, <laughs> so I need like a happy middle ground. So uh, whenever I'm yeah. playing 80 carry, I'm like really, really happy. And then whenever I'm playing top lane, I either have a really good game and I'm really happy or I have a just terrible game and I want to blame everything in the game. And that's not a very healthy way to look at. Sounds things. like you should just play AD carry. <laughs> yeah, but it's like. I don't know. I think Tom Kench. So when I play AD carry, I just play Cogman. and I'm really happy. And we talked about that last week. If you want to play Cogma, listen to last week's episode. Um, but then I also want to play Tom Kench, because I really do think the Tom Kench build right now is really, really strong. You go Frostfire into Redemption, because Redemption is a really, really cheap item, 2,500 gold, um, and gives you healing and shielding power, which increases your Q healing, your E shielding, your E regen, your R shielding. Uh, you go into Gargoyles after that. This increases Gargoyles shielding. It's like it's a really fucking gross item, uh, and I think it's really OP. The problem is the character fucking blows cock in solo lanes, man. It's, it's honestly yeah. like... The more I think about it, it's the most frustrating change they've ever done in League of Legends, in my opinion. Hmm. Like it, it's do you, just.
0: Do you, do you think that just as a um as a Tom like one so trick t- in the past? It, or it is hard to
1: like separate it. I, I will one, yeah. be one hundred percent like clear about that. I am biased because I play the character, but it just feels like such a fucking terrible way to balance a character. And I'm sure people who played Pike midfield the exact same way, right? Just arbitrarily going. Oh, this ability is worse if you play it in this lane. Yeah. And it's just so fucking bad, man. Uh, I, I really think that if I want to play the character, I probably just have to duo and play him bottom. Um, because, Nick, we were, I was playing AP Tom Kench whenever we played uh, yeah. Tom sign bottom. I, I just should just go Frostfire into redemption and then I have a good laning phase because my ability works. It's not one third effective. And then I still get to build into the OP build that I think is really fun to play. That um, that was gonna
0: and... be my next question is do you think um do you think that build is better for solo lane where you your character isn't gimmed? <laughs> and I guess the answer yeah. is yes.
1: Yeah, I really do. It's just like and I also don't so I've been playing on my Smurf account, which is D2 MMR by the way. So it's not like it's that hard yeah. part of a Smurf account. <laughs> um but if I try to play aggressive at all, I just get fucking smashed into the ground man it's not even like fun i played I two games it. last night and i went like zero five in lane the first game zero five in lane the second game Oof. and it's like if i still get to mid game i can go zero five in lane and still get to like mid game where i have frostfire redemption and i do just as much as the fed top laner usually but mm-hmm. i don't know i can't feed that hardened lane and i can probably just like if i was gonna play on my main which is currently uh, we'll talk about that in a minute as well it's currently d190 um I obviously would just give more. I wouldn't go for aggressive plays. I wouldn't try to solo kill my lane because I care about that rank more. But fuck, I really miss having being able to play like at all with to, any to ounce of any character one v one? Yeah, not even that. Just like having any ounce of like say in the lane is is enjoyable it, well, yeah, for topic. Gotcha.
2: It, it it went from being able to like one v one anyone ever to not being able to one v one anyone ever. Mm-hmm. Right? Like very huge shift between massive lane bully to now I think a very weak lane phase yeah no no, it
1: is for sure the juxtaposition is fucking crazy and I just Mm -hmm. wish like I don't know it's also the fact that now he's like pick ban in pro play as a support because he's still just a character that you eat your AD carry out of a fight every team fight and now they have a massive shield I hope they just realize it was a failure and just revert it um, and then maybe just nerf him is like the reality of doing it like I'm fine with him going back to his old state and then nerfing him uh, I think that's what they should have done before it was just nerf his E um, probably just the cooldown of it Just we talked about it on the show but double or triple it uh, would be an absolutely fine trade yeah. but uh, I just think the way that they balanced it is it, it's it really feels like the guy who balanced Pike I mean he, he did do the change for Tom Kench just went hey this kind of <laughs> works for Pike let's yeah. just do it for Tom <laughs> Kench and then didn't really think about it um, yeah and it feels like a bit of a failure, but I, I'm trying not to be too critical of Riot, but it's very frustrating. Also, playing top lane is a fucking nightmare because if your character doesn't build Hallbreaker, you just lose because Hallbreaker is the best item in the game. Yeah. Why we, is that um, item 120% a- gold efficient without its active? When you're yeah, in while, lane you're, with while people? you're team fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's, it's um, up to 200% effective when you're by yourself. It's so fun. And that doesn't account for fucking the minion stats that you get because yep. when the enemy has that, uh, their cannon minions, it take like 20 autos to kill. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it's basically, um, I I don't know why it took so long for people to realize that Hallbreaker was like not only like a really strong item, Mm -hmm. but like broken, like brokenly strong. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the item is there. If you're not building it first, like maybe very second item if you're like a, a huge Sheen user like Camille. But even then, I think she's going first item whole uh, yeah breaker.
1: the characters who just can can build it build it and they do pretty mm-hmm. well with it and the characters who abuse it are just so gross right now if you're an ergot yeah. player or a york player right now you're fucking eating good like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so nice um yeah but I, I guess like those are my two main frustrations we'll hear more about that like later in the show i have a round table it's kind of based around that um the only other thing this week was that i uh i failed my series to master going two wins one loss um so sorry to hear that yeah. Uh no, but like <laughs> I, the joke there is that you have to play 5 games and I've I've just been dodging them because I don't want to be master here right now. Yeah. I'm I I have so much faith in myself that I could easily be master, maybe like even climbing a little bit master right now. I have like a 75% win rate in D1. Um and I, I won two games, lost one game, and I went, hey, I'm just going to dodge the rest of these so I don't have to be mastered <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, so well, preserves my that, MMR. Um, you, I was going to say, you don't want to play, right? You don't play the Yeah, MMR games, I mean, playing, playing a game a day game. is just too fucking much, yeah. man. Like, I, I don't like the game that much. I love the game. I love League of Legends. I just don't want to feel like every single weekend because i'm not going to play that much during the week i feel like i have to play seven or so games over a weekend and that that's just not gonna fit into my like actual lifestyle so
0: this is one of the things that i felt like uh about um like wow when i played it is mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to do dailies like yeah. i really you know enjoyed the game when i played it uh i enjoy the like the progression all the gameplay but like i don't want to feel forced to to play a game even if i do want to
1: mm-hmm no, for sure. Like, I mean, it, it definitely burns you out a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah. I play League when I want to play League. Like, I've been playing a fair bit on my AD carry account because I, I've wanted to do that. But when you're forced to, like, oh, fuck, yeah. if I don't play, I automatically demote down to D2 because they changed how fucking demotion works in Master Tier. Um, it's fucking crazy. So, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to keep dodging my series. So, um. I personally think I'm a master tier player, but officially I'm not, but that's fine. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, wait till the end of we'll the year me. to actually go for it. Um, outside of that, though, the only other thing I've been doing is playing Bloodborne. I've been playing a shitload of Bloodborne. I'm actually like pretty decently far into the game, probably 30-40% like, into it. Uh, it's been pretty fun. I definitely have a love-hate relationship with it so far. <laughs> Nick and I were talking a little bit before the show about it. Uh, I don't think I like it nearly as much as I like Sekiro. Um Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'll give it till I'm still going to finish it because I'm I don't think I'm awful at those games. I don't think I'm good at them, but it's not like I don't enjoy it because I'm bad at it. Uh, even though I have have been struggling with it, I'm still going to get through it. It's The, the games aren't that hard. Uh, <laughs> you can just grind to get stronger as well in those games. So mm, Interesting. Um, OK. Yeah. Anyways, either way, I'll talk about it probably when I finish it. I'll probably finish it like sometime next week or the week after. But it, it's all right. It's, it's fine. I understand why people like it. Um, yeah you, I am um, sorry Nick, go ahead. I, was, I was just
0: gonna say it, it feels definitely like the um the most like Sekiro ish and, and I mentioned this before the show but definitely like a like an early version of it where Sekiro feels more polished from my understanding
1: yeah yeah it, it's, it's I I think a lot of people think Bloodborne is their favorite of the FromSoft games which I can understand why they would think that um it just might not be it for me so we'll see we got I'm excited for Elden Ring yeah i might play the, i might be burnt out of like souls like <laughs> yeah. a little bit but i'll probably come to it at some point it looks beautiful nice cool oh, what about you colton
2: yeah um so in terms of league i didn't play at all this weekend but then <laughs> yesterday and today i got a good number of games in vast majority of those were wins so i think I'm oh up. yeah like 150 LP um, <laughs> D2 15 points Right now that's crazy.
1: Um, yeah you've been kicking ass my guy A
2: lot with Quinn We we got the boy back into Diamond uh, So he's no longer a hard stuck plat He's now a hard stuck D4 player uh, Until he hits D3 And then he'll be a hard stuck D3 player Because that's uh, how people View Elo is No matter where you are Even if you got there mm. quickly You're hard stuck uh been playing a lot of support with him um running like lulu Kogma bot lane or ezreal zillion a uh, few off games of like jungle or mid but that's been my my league experience uh rachel's sister came to visit us this weekend so that was a lot of fun she had the long weekend for president's day uh so we hung out did a bunch of stuff they got uh they got some sister tattoos on Sunday, Ooh. and I sat there with them. I, I did not get one that
1: day. Mm, um, you want to also get a sister tattoo? Yeah, <laughs> I
2: felt I felt a little bit out of uh, place if I wanted to get a sister tattoo also. <laughs> um, <laughs> but maybe maybe next time. <laughs> um, outside of that, not not a whole lot going on for me. Uh, just sticking in stick into that solo queue grind so i can uh hopefully you know try try to get masters and then i'll demote once and then and then camp like you yeah i just, you, i need to make sure i can get it first
1: it feels nice to hit it dude but it's just miserable uh-huh. trying to maintain it so yeah <laughs> but knows, although maybe if there were one person who could maintain it yeah yeah definitely who
2: knows it man maybe me. maybe i'll get there and go super sane because i'll finally have good teammates probably not but true um yeah that's that's about all for me so i'll hand it over to you nick nice um
0: i've i don't think i've played um any ranked games i think i played two normal games just to i don't know try oh i wanted to try um uh the new character it Renata Glass? Yeah. Um, I saw your little
1: tirade on, uh, uh not really, yeah, I'm, it. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about
0: that. Hey, if you ban the new character within like I don't know the first week, like g- go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's it makes zero sense. Like I don't understand why you games? would. In normal yeah, games, right?
2: yeah, in okay, normal there games. You Sorry. That's the stipulation we The wanted. discussion, yeah.
1: that it kind of came to, is that it should be auto banned and ranked for like two weeks. Well, during the period, it's expensive and like auto on like you can't ban it normal yeah uh,
0: you don't have to pick it but you shouldn't be able to ban it like in the first week that the character's out it's so cringe i don't know to me it just says like i don't want to learn how to play as or against this new character yeah and then if like if that's your mindset like we just shouldn't release characters at all like we should just lock yeah. the roster at this and then you know never have new champs again
1: some people would like that man some people just don't like change so
0: <laughs> i guess i don't know every character seems so exciting like uh, what if the character that comes out is something that you'll like enjoy more than any other character you've played before i don't i,
1: I think don't the last two characters they have released renata and uh zeri are two of my favorites that they've released in years so
0: Yeah, I I probably won't play like either of them to a a high degree, but they have such like interesting kits and and mechanics that are exclusive to them. Yeah. So um as for my like one game sample size judgment on Renata, um uh, harder to play than I thought she was gonna be, probably still broken. Uh she has one of the strongest basic abilities in the game. Uh and oh yeah. I do think her ult is like pretty trash.
2: I I played one game with Renata. It was Renata Draven bot lane. I was jungling as Nunu, and they ended up kind of getting trashed. But at one point, I like snowballed from behind the tower, like walked through and got the like the revive to instead of just like the one for one get the free one for zero. And I was just like, fuck this champion. It's just crazy. Like, so I took crazy. four tower hits and got to leave.
0: It's so crazy that like. She doesn't have any cast time or channel or animation to speak of. Neither does her target. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a very low cooldown spell. It seems like there's, there's really no downside to it.
2: It's, it's stronger than it, it should be in that regard. Right. Like obviously as a newer character cast times and like channels and even like animations for the revive, like things just get faster but, like, in comparison to Zillion Alt, it just is hilarious to me. Yeah, that's right, the, that's like, the big comparison. Hmm. One of these is an ultimate, and obviously one of them, like, revives you even if you don't get a takedown. Um, and it's going to probably revive you at more health. But I'm just like, really? Like, I-, I have to wait, like, a second and a half for my ally to res, and I also have, a ca- like, a cast time animation... So my teammates are flaming me because my I like had
1: to wait for my animation to go off. <laughs> yeah, her win rates were a lot higher in lower yellows than I thought because my first like day hot take was that this character is going to be a low win rate character that a lot of people think are bad. Uh, a lot of people think is thought their area is bad as well because she's like relatively like high skill cap uh, and high skill floor. Uh, <laughs> like I felt the same broken. about Renata, um, mm-hmm. but I think both these characters are just turbo busted. Like I think yeah. Renata is probably her, her it's her W, right? Yeah, it's her W. Her W, the, yeah, the buff, revive. Yeah. It might be the best ability in the game right now, I think. Uh, and her win rate, by the way, starts at 49% in Iron, and wow. it goes up to 54 in in um, Grandmaster. Wow. So, if Grandmaster is a 2,500 game sample size, too, so it's not like it's just a couple hundred games. Uh, the character is going to be really, really strong. She's just very hard to play. Uh, yeah, and I, I think... I'll, I think- Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, a lot of lower yellow players are going to struggle with the fact that her alt is relatively hard to use for, like, compared to the support roster. Yeah. A lot of support characters are relatively easy characters. Hers, uh, one of the most important things to know is that you can R Flash. Um, so Ooh. make sure to use that. That is, like, a game yeah. changer if you're playing that character.
2: I, I also think that she's, in, you know, like a weird niche that a lot of people aren't used to, where it's, like, a character kind of with, like, two abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Like, I think, again, Zillion is a very apt comparison where you, the the way you play the game when you only have, like, one or two abilities as opposed to, you know, let's say Thresh, who like, actively have to use all four mm-hmm. abilities well and properly and, you like, make decisions where it's like, nope, you've, you've got your revive and your hook and your ultimate... Mm-hmm. And Renata's, like, hey, eh, sometimes it does stuff, but and
1: you have to hold her W for like weird times. There's <laughs> definitely times where you want to use it because it's a fucking massive steroid. and Then there's times you need to yeah. save it for um, revives. Like, she's a really hard character to play, but yeah, God, there's almost wa- times
0: where where you like can't revive your teammates because of the because of the need to get a kill. You know, oh for sure, so you, you it, kind it's of, really like, cool. Have to hold it even though they die.
1: Yeah, she reminds me of like Akshan where you saw like the clips like day one where he'd get five man rises and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but I saw a clip where like she reses at Olaf three times in a fight.
0: <laughs> I saw that as well. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's so gross, man. <laughs> but, uh, she's really interesting. She's one of the cooler yeah. characters. We'll probably talk a little bit more about her maybe in, like next week when we get a little more play time on her.
0: I think so too. Um, otherwise just playing lost Ark and, uh, the, uh, limited, uh, old school runescape leagues, which has been really fun. Everything's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, boosted and, uh, it, you know it it was fun it was it's a lot of fun would definitely recommend if someone you know is interested in playing but doesn't have the time to commit um I mean. yeah i think that's about it uh so let's get on with the show thank you to dr libby for uh for supporting you on patreon become a new patreon uh patron i guess uh if you want access it's just a dollar a month and you can have access to our our ted talks our patreon extra show i guess we're not calling it that anymore huh
1: I've just been calling it Zed talks. so as long as it's really yeah. league related, I'm gonna That's call it Zed talks. But it's, it's not but uh, we, uh, fixing characters anymore. True.
0: But we um, we designed three champions, and uh, I think they all turned out really well. It was really cool to see how everyone uh, came into it and how similar they were. I think uh, was yeah. a little surprising. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty fun. Uh, so check that out. Do we have any league cast news, Aiden?
1: nothing really i don't think there's anything too crazy the only thing is that uh we are going to start our patron op.gg reviews this week um so make sure that if you are a five dollar supporter to uh make sure your name's updated on the document properly
0: yep uh awesome we don't have uh any new news so we'll
2: just jump straight into the stories
0: colton you want to yeah. read the first one?
2: Mm-hmm. First one is from libcraft best worst podcast ever been listening to Nick, Aiden, and Colton for several years now, starting like 2018, I think. Uh, I'm here to say that these guys are super funny, and even though they never talk about Avatar: The Last Airbender, the true purpose of the podcast, I do find them very engaging and informative. Being an avid TFT player, I do regularly find myself anticipating a TFT episode just to hear the guys talk about some game called League of Lurter, or something like that. Not sure. I'd also like to have it in record that I'm a sad little melee top main who hates getting bullied by wizards under tower. <laughs> in all seriousness, I love this pod and catch it whenever I have a free moment at work. Keep up the great work, Libcraft.
1: We definitely awesome. should do a TFT episode at some point. I've played a little bit of the new set. Um, it is wildly unbalanced, uh, but it's, it's fun.
2: <laughs> I've played one game of the new set, in which I did Trindomir reroll and got first place. <laughs> yeah, Trindemir
1: fucking fucking. Gr- There's a lot of four costs in that. Yeah. this like that are gross. Also, th- once again, I don't want to get too nerdy into it, but um, mm-hmm. they added two two cost characters to the game that are just fucking broken. Like, why are why is there a two cost like Sejuani, which has three traits on her, mm-hmm. uh, and just is slotted into every single fucking comp in the game because of it. Like, two costs yeah. can't have that much shit. <laughs> like they they can and they have though. But, like, dude, Enforcer's one of them. So, like, you just run her yeah. plus any of the other Enforcers. Like, mm-hmm. what's Enforcer, Bruiser, and Hextech? Mm-hmm. Like, they're all easy to get traits that are just on a two cost character that is, like, yeah. just, you just have her right. as, like, like a fucking trait carrier.
2: That's that's why, like, Blitzcrank was so good last set, though, right? Is, like, mm-hmm. Scrap, Bodyguard, or Protector. Like, you probably weren't procking both. Yeah. But, like, if you have a Bodyguard frontline or a Protector frontline and you get Scrap Shield, it's just fucked.
1: I I just was um, just reading TFT Twitter like for a while and just like mm-hmm. there's a tons of pro players that are like this is just miserable to play.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think it's uh, I would I would think then further on that spectrum, but like there have been a lot of two costs like that I feel like throughout the game.
1: Um, it's also only uh, first patch like i don't know like yeah it, it's funny because it was like it was like the tft circle jerk of like everyone going i can't believe fucking riot hasn't hot fixed all this stuff all these things are op and then mm-hmm. legends of intera players were responding they're like hey man we're happy when they tell us we're gonna get a, get a patch in three months and they gave it to us in two
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. ruterra doesn't get patched a, a ton no <laughs> nope. it's just funny
2: Um, But yeah, we also should talk about Avatar The Last Airbender a lot more being that that's the reason we, uh, we do this podcast.
1: It is funny, the whole discussion, because uh, Arthur, the rival show, uh, finished As uh, <laughs> Every, <yes>, Everyone <laughs> knows. This past the, week. the
2: classic foil to Avatar The Last Airbender, Arthur, <laughs> on PBS.
1: Yeah. yeah. Winner of a Peabody Award. Uh, but yeah, it finished its last thing, so we, we always meme our community, because uh, we have some Avatar lovers, and uh, Nick and I just say, well, Arthur's just the better kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but...
0: Uh... I don't know. Maybe one day when there's nothing
1: else to watch. Man, yeah. I watched a couple watched episodes of Kennedy and Trevor one night and it was, it was it was not great, but hey, that's I just didn't I don't have the nostalgia for it though. Did you
2: watch it though like <laughs> it, it seemed like you watched like three separate episodes. So like they were not, they
1: were just watching like all of season 3. Uh, and okay. I I was doing the podcast and then I came down and they were, had already watched like 5 and I I watched like mm-hmm. 3 with them.
2: Um, yeah, I uh, Again, I I, I I know you guys don't have the nostalgia. I think if you if you did give it like a legitimate viewing, you would really enjoy it. I think you've definitely watched through worse anime, mm-hmm. um, and I absolutely have too. There's there's something great about watching just a garbage anime and, and it, just accepting it for what it is. Yeah, Uh, but I I do think it's a really really good show. We've had that conversation many times. So yeah, it's just very funny
1: Uh, because people love their fucking. Yeah, it's it's
0: funny to to roll you guys up. We don't actually like hate Avatar. No, I'm sure it's actually a very good,
1: still at still albeit kids show. Um, Mm -hmm. but like I'm sure it's actually good. I just think it it very much probably has a softer place in your minds because you watched it when you were younger. I think so. Do do any of the
0: kids die from in any of the fights, Colton?
1: um i'm trying to think i watched a youtube there's compilation no way that they them not using the word kill like and just using no other words main
2: <laughs> characters don't really die um but like there there are a decent amount of like death themes okay mm-hmm. um right because like you, you you walk into it which there's there is one clip that i thought was hilarious because part of the whole thing is that the main like protagonist like wants to be nonviolent, peaceful, like not kill bad guys. Um, and in like one of the very first episodes, like very early on, he like goes to his old home and finds that like his people were slaughtered and he finds like his former master in like a tent with like 20 corpses of uh, like bad guys. And it was just like a retelling that was like, how do you think all of those dead firebenders got there? Do do you think maybe your master defended himself and murked them all? Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, it's it's good. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, there's not not really a lot of main character death. Okay. Um, it's it's no uh, it's no Game of Thrones in that regard. But the ending is much better. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um you could say that about pretty much anything. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. thanks for, for the uh the great five-star libcraft. Do you want to grab the one from Asterites, Snake? Sure yeah um just started oh loving the podcast five stars just started
0: listening a couple weeks ago been listening to essence reaver podcast for years <laughs> and the same intro for years. slash cast being completely different love them but the show is slow slash depressing now jesus you guys seem excited to talk about league and well knowledge it's refreshing keep it up
1: good call the censor uh, t- actually because i was kind of they kind of dogged on the below.
0: <laughs> yeah tl astrobytes <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm yeah.
1: glad our show is not slow and depressing. I appreciate the compliment. Mm. So From your you perspective, just yeah, you just yeah. Don't yeah.
2: talk shit about Summoner Sift anymore. We were <laughs> <True. laughs>
1: Hey, man, they they stopped doing episodes. We're good now to fucking. We don't have to edit them. Oh, we anymore. can. We
2: can find them now. I do mean, they stopped like can,
0: three we months can come after this. Do you think we can come out with a show now, like a spin off of League Cast? Yeah. Uh, called Summoner Sift? Can we just take that IP? <laughs>
1: I think we should also oh just like, a bre- like change that as well. It should be a playoff of that. So it's like. Blumeter's Blift or something. (laughs) Because then you have to know that.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: Oh, man. Well, it should be another alliteration, right? So maybe like Death (laughs) (laughs) Dance instead of the double S sound.
2: (laughs) Nah, Drummeter's Drift for sure. And it's a racing podcast. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Support for this episode of Leadcast is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code Leadcast. Now, a lot of people have asked me you know, how, how can I up my game and I mm-hmm. tell them just play support and you're gonna get 20% <laughs> higher ELO. And it's kind of the same thing as upping your game with the performance package. It's just the best tool for the job, right? If you wanna gain ELO, you just play support and you're inflated. If you wanna inflate your attractiveness, you get Manscaped, you, you shave those balls, you become smooth, instantly 20% more attractive And you can get it for twenty percent off and free shipping with the code LeadCast. That's right, twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Leadcast at Manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped.
1: I recently just got um uh, a little shipment from them, and it had like uh, deodorant and some other stuff in it. But my favorite thing that I got from them from that shipment was their fucking lip balm, dude. It's actually so sick. I'm not a big chapstick guy, but like this is this is good chapstick. Definitely would. I need
2: to sign up for that, man. Hell yeah get get on in there nice have uh, smooth lips as well yeah <laughs> colton's just gonna be the smoothest person <laughs> i'm
0: gonna
2: be i'm gonna be smoother than saitama baby. <laughs> yeah
0: uh awesome let's talk about i guess we're into competitive league already
1: yeah, uh there's not like a lot other than one big thing, but the big yeah. thing is pretty fucking big. I spoke to do the little news, uh it's rumored that MSI is going to be in South Korea. Makes sense because uh World is in an A. Um, for those who didn't know. Uh by the way, did you know that they announced where the stages actually were? Like we need the locations stuff. But they they announced the actual like um like what stages each one's going to be at. Like uh, Oh, I see. So, um plane stage is the one taking place in Mexico City. Uh, groups and quarterfinals are taking place in New York. Semifinals are taking place in Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. and then finals are taking place in San Francisco.
0: Nice. We're going to have to uh, see which, uh, <laughs> which, which places we can go.
1: I'm a little bit spooked, dude. Cause based on the timing normally, uh, for like world, it's usually like finals and semifinals are near the end of October. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, let's just say, dude, I would like to go to the Toronto ones. Cause that would be like a 30 minute drive over, have mm-hmm. a little fun, um, it might line up perfectly with one of our friends weddings um which oh, you guys may or I may see. have not been invited to <laughs> but either yeah. you way, know, it's like uh, that's gonna that's gonna blow a little bit if like worlds is literally just right there i can fucking see it and uh i'm out of uh the country for a wedding well it was um it,
0: it's very similar to when msi was literally in the town that i lived in for for a decade and then i yeah. moved away and they instantly put <laughs> it there yeah
1: uh either yeah. way uh definitely for, like personal like weddings and stuff like that matter yeah. way more than like uh, worlds but uh it mm-hmm. would be sad i would love to be able to do both depends on if clg goes yeah,
2: yeah. well at, at the very least if it is happening at that time and we're all in that place for the wedding that's true we, we can hang out and have a little watch party yeah that would be fun
0: awesome let's talk about the other piece uh cloud nine released ls yeah, it's fucking we, crazy. They
2: fired his ass.
0: Probably the most discussion of competitive league that I've ever seen in our Discord, uh, and absolutely
2: was, the most discussion of a staff. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a non-game uh, mm-hmm. discussion. Um, so yeah, there's th- the crazy thing is like it happened. Well, I guess the official announcement happened four minutes before yeah uh, their game versus CLG on Saturday. Um, claim he like, was
2: notified like four hours before the game. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think before we dive into the conversation, the, the quick disclaimer is like, none of us are close to this. Have information outside of what's public knowledge, and what is public knowledge has been a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah. So what is known about it is very little, other than like, again, he was LS was notified four hours before the game. The announcement came out like five minutes before the game. Apparently, some of the players, if not all of the players, knew a little bit earlier. Um, and then Cloud 9s official statement has been that it was like a difference in coaching styles, and that his style didn't fit the org. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, it's so like, like
1: nothing like like, uh, like he's not breaking any laws or yeah. Yeah,
2: we don't we don't have the whole situation, and we don't have any statement really from LS. Other than like you know, I wish the players the best, kind of. Yeah.
1: Um, it just seems just seems but, very
0: strange and out of nowhere, um,
1: especially with the coaching. Like saying that it's a coaching difference thing, because yeah, am I crazy or has LS been the same person vocally for? X number of years and it feels like you probably are signing on knowing very well that his coaching style doesn't fully align with what you guys are thinking right especially with i think yeah. with,
0: with, with him having previous um if not head coaching stints like head yep. analyst and uh, strategist um uh stints where like if you're doing your due diligence you should probably be like reaching out to those people to see like I, I don't know. It was like prior work experience. How does Ellis handle, mm-hmm. you know, players not cooperating? How does he handle like scrim issues or mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, things like that and, and doing your due diligence, but then yes. to sign like, and this is what seems really weird is like to sign on to that, assuming that they did do this in their competent org or a, like a, a competent company. And then to still like let him go because because of this reason i don't know, it, it seems a little a little fishy it's um, like
1: it's very like um like they weren't actually fully committed despite everything else because i mean dude, yeah if, if you if you told me like what's the chance of ls leaving other than like the fact that he yeah typically has had shorter stints like in coaching positions with teams and stuff like that as we've seen like it's statistically like he normally lasts two months at a place yeah um,
2: I, I think that's like a, a point that a lot of people yeah. have brought up in the conversation is that like LS lasts on average like 75 days in his in his orgs that he supports in some way. The difference um, though
1: is that they A uh had their entire coaching staff is people handpicked by him over the last couple of years yeah. maxwaldo Vigar V2 um Revan, um that he got Korean imports uh one of which is Summit who no one would have picked up in NA one of which is Berserker who I don't think ever would have come into an NA team other than the fact that L.S. was originally signed with T1 and Berserker was their academy like trainee AD carry. And Mm -hmm. like that's a fucking pick that you would never get. Same
0: with Malice too, right? Yeah, didn't fucking he fucking Malice he signed like, not to work with LS?
1: When the fuck would Cloud9 ever sign Malice? Like it makes mm-hmm. no sense. Like when would Cloud9 ever sign um when when would Cloud9 ever just let Sven Skarin... not Sven, not Sven Skarin. Sven be not only not the starting AD carry, not only not the academy AD carry, but like the third string AD carry the practice mm-hmm. their challenger teams with. Like like none of this makes sense. It feels like they were signing up for the full package but then still like backed out i guess mm-hmm. like it, it's literally yeah, everything's handpicked it's... for ls to make this work and then they still said well there's a difference in coaching which is fucking yeah. crazy to me.
2: and that that to me is the really weird thing and nick was going about like the due diligence of the company and like it not working where like these conversations must have happened and a lot of this framework and these issues whatever they're citing is like the, the difference in style like all of that had to have existed prior To week one of LCS, let alone like now week two, Um, week three, like three, yeah, like you saw how he was coaching. He probably told you how he intended to coach. You saw how he was coaching, and you like let it go on, and you like knew what he was going to do. Because again, yeah, I don't think his stance has changed significantly. Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, maybe maybe we find out you know a year from now that he was you know coaching really 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 off the rails Uh, no idea we don't have that information i doubt it you know again a a lot of people have taken claims really far on one end or the other but i mean it it, it seems like you know there are so many comments on the cloud nine announcement video where it's like we brought ls on to like to, to bring a different style of coaching to the team and then fired him for not coaching them the way we wanted. It's like yeah. yeah right. It's like okay, yeah, he he was brought here to change things and do it differently. And then you release him because he's doing it differently and it's working.
1: And I do and just want to working. step in and, and say that like I, I don't think Cloud9 necessarily made the wrong call either. Just like to yeah, I just agree. to be clear I here. I think Jack, the uh GM of Cloud9, has historically made good calls even when the vast majority of the community thinks they're the wrong call, right? Mm-hmm. Getting rid of Scaring to pick up fucking blabber, selling all these, like, players that have been, like, you're like, oh my god, this player stock is, like, just rising. He's made constantly good decisions over and over and over again, and I very much have faith that, like, maybe it wouldn't have worked. And he very much thinks that it would have like corrupted their org from the inside out. um, Like with his coaching style and stuff like that. I very much do believe it. I just think it's so crazy to put this much resources into this and then just give up on it. Right? Like, and don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. like he obviously believes this because it's not like cloud 9s making money by getting rid of LS here. They spent yeah. a fuckload of money getting all these players that he wanted. Fuckload of money getting LS into, uh, into NA for two weeks or whatever, just to have him leave. Like, not only that, he also, it's pretty obvious that based on the fact that LS is seemingly on good terms with everyone and wishes them all well, that he also probably got a pretty good like leaving package off of yeah. all this, right? Mm-hmm. Like Cloud9 is a team that will write the checks to make sure people are happy to give them the best chance at success. And I, I think it will work. It's just very disappointing because I was really looking forward to all these things that he could have brought to the NA scene. And I mean,
0: did in the, in the four game sample size, we saw like some of the most innovative strats that I think NA has seen like in a very, very long time. I mean, there, there, there wasn't any other region playing Soraka, you know, Ivern mid and, uh, it appeared to work with pretty, like pretty high success. Um, you you know, it helps that, that he had a, a, a roster structure around him, like that fully believed in his ideas or, or at least seemed to. Um, yeah
2: and i think yeah that's that's uh is one of the biggest like disappointments for the fans and the community as a whole is that like he brought a lot of life to the lcs and a lot of interest and like it made you want to watch like i i watch very 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 few regular season lcs mm-hmm. games um and like based on your recommendation to watch the first two cloud nine games i did it was like I think there are a lot of players out there who don't watch regular season LCS, but like gave it another shot because they're like, oh, I want to, I want to see what's happening here. And like, that's gone now. And yeah, I mean, again, good chance that it it probably was the right call Yeah. because like they invested so much and knew that there'd be, there was going to be so much backlash when they announced that that like they you know you can't make that decision lightly after Mm -hmm. already dumping like millions and months into this you know attempt it just it's frustrating and it sucks to see him now not in lcs because i wanted to see more of where that would go like if if only we had like been able to see a full split before that Mm -hmm. that decision
1: even the more like behind the scenes thing, this is probably where like the actual coaching differentials like lie right now. But I think a lot of that stuff was like not seen, but like he's at least talked about over the years. Um, like stuff like, well, first of all, we knew that they had an Academy team. They did most of their scrumming with the Academy team rather than like other teams. Um, that's just something that's been a thing in Korea. Lots of teams have sister teams, right? Like mm-hmm. back in the, the OGN days, like every team would have a sister team that they would just do internal scrims with. Right. So you're not leaking strats and stuff like that. Um, also one thing that I think he was innovating that, no one else fucking does, from what we understand, what we know is blitz scrims. So rather than having a three, a three hour scrim uh, block where you play three games in three hours or whatever, you would just play like 18 10 minute scrims. So you'd play the Ooh. first 10 minutes of a game and then reset, play a 10 minutes of a game, reset. And the whole idea of that is that you play the fucking early game, the majority, every single game you have to play early. Game, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you can get 18 games in in three hours versus three, like, the, the amount that your early game is going to improve, the amount of things you can mm-hmm. go for and just try and not feel like you're wasting a fucking hour of a scrim time is, like, just crazy. And from my understanding of, like, what people talk about in the scene, no one does that, and maybe it's not the best way to do or maybe it's not the best way to practice all the time, but it's a brilliant idea. You have to play early game every game. You better fucking refine it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like, your your early game decisions have the chance to snowball so much, right? It's like... Great. You have a perfect forty-five minute team fighting execution. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. You lost the game at twenty-five minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. You 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 can't get there. And again, right? It's it's not going to be the the right call every time. But like you said, like it's it's a great tool. Just like you know, jumping into practice tool Mm -hmm. to practice last hitting or like mechanical combos, right? Like the the reason if you want to pull off like a nasty Diana or Kiana or like Talon combo that you do that in practice tool is cause you get to do it like a hundred times in yeah. five minutes. Whereas in a game you might have one opportunity yeah. to try that thing. Um, yeah, no, like I, I'm all for that. And it, and it, makes a lot of sense to like practice the early game like that, as well as like there, are, you know, obviously games where if something goes like really bad in the early game, you're just like it, fuck it. It's over. Let's like, now we have to waste 25 minutes playing this out.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, right. Like yeah, you go don't...
2: for a level three tower dive, like a four man gank bottom, kill none of them, and give the eighty carry four kills. You're just like, great, reset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for like sure.
1: It ver- it very much feels like we could have seen a lot of like crazy stuff and just na improve as a whole and i'm not saying it's going to be the worst decision for cloud nine if anything it's probably the right decision for them um but it does sound like it probably is the end of ls's coaching career uh, at least Mm -hmm. what he's saying currently he's already back in korea he has like said in like uh in like chats that he is done formally coaching right now Uh, whether or not that changes obviously it's it's a little bit fresh for him maybe to be saying that um but it's just very sad because I think that he's a brilliant mind for the game, whether or not that actually practically works in settings is a completely different thing. But, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a little sad knowing that we won't get to see what it could have been.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I wanted to touch on the, the, like his like higher ability as a coach now, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, personally think that it's basically just going to be his decision. Uh, if he doesn't want to coach, obviously he won't, but I think if he wants to, he, he should have, and will have offers from many different orgs. Uh, I've been preaching this on the, on the discord as well, but, uh, for, for someone who came in, installed a, a, a like a, like we're going to win the game through through draft basically. Yeah. Uh, and, and it like it found immediate success, like right away. Um, immediately increased popularity. I think LCS viewership for, at, at least for cloud nine games was at, at an all time high. Uh, I, I know I personally have watched the most non CLG LCS games this, like in these short three weeks than mm-hmm. I ever have, I think uh, unless I was forced to by the podcast like many years ago. Yeah. Um, but, but it, it would be, it would be insane to me for an unpopular, like unsuccessful org, uh, to not hire someone who like came into an s-tier org immediately provided results uh you, you know immediately boosted viewership and popularity of the org itself like it it would be surprising to 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 see it. someone with that like those qualifications never get an offer again i guess
1: yeah, no, for sure. I I think that it probably won't happen at least in like the Western regions. That being said, the one thing we have seen from this is that we know LS's stock was pretty fucking low in Korea, uh, especially when he originally got hired as for like uh for T one as like a yeah. coach or assistant coach. I'm not sure, sure exactly what the position was. Uh, to the point where like they just completely changed their mind. They're like, okay, we're not going to hire him as a coach because the backlash is way too much. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds at least from his tweets that he's put out that he's got a lot of like outcrying of support from Korean fans about like, Hey, we really enjoyed how you played the game, um, sort of thing. And I could see a world in which he takes a position, uh, as a, maybe not like a head coach, but like as a, like uh draft coach or a strategic coach in like a Korean team at some point. Um, If he he does want to do that, obviously, like he can just make way more money doing content creation. I just think that he's someone who's always has wanted to be on the coaching side of stuff rather than the content creation side of stuff. So
0: and that's what I mean is like he immediately brings out drafts that can can instantly win you the game based on, you know, just the game state itself. Yeah, Uh, And I think it, it would be like really, really poor management for a team to not pick up on that. Uh, e- even if they feel like cheese wins, and and you know, maybe if Cloud Nine hadn't drafted like that, or like over a whole split, or maybe maybe if they did draft like that over a whole split, they, you know, would cheese out a bunch of. But it's not really like cheese at that point; it's just like really strong drafting, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I th- I think it would be really really like irresponsible for a team like, I'll say CLG, FlyQuest, Golden Guardians, like someone like that who. Let's be honest, these teams aren't popular. They they don't draw on a lot of viewerships. They don't have a lot of, like, consistent success to to look past someone with those qualifications who can bring in, like, that that instant, I don't know, sort of, okay, we're instantly better because we have Ellis as a coach, you know? Yeah,
2: I think that, that right, like, you're making a lot of good points as to, like, why he'd be a good pickup for a lot of orgs, and I'm totally with you, Rick, It's like, I, I think very likely that we would see a, a a lower tier org like instantly start getting better competitive results right mm-hmm. like obviously cloud nine was doing well before and will probably do well after but like let's yeah let's say flyquest like they would probably see their placement go up one or two spots if not you know significantly flyquest more. is first
1: in the league right now <laughs> Okay, it, <laughs> they don't actually it, look like they're first in the league. They've just had like yeah. relatively easier games than like the fucking game uh, yeah, this weekend I, like, was fucking crazy. Placement. But yeah, no, um, in, in, yeah, I, I, we know what you mean. I just want like there will be people who go, well, actually, FlyQuest is number one. But yeah, yeah. your point stands,
2: um, as well as the fact that right, like from a branding side, right, like he brings a huge audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, right, like he's bringing a lot of popularity, and like well, there, there's going to be a lot of people were like, well, yeah, but then, like, he's going to be gone in eight, 90 days anyway. It's like, he'll probably still have had a positive impact if that is the case and is probably worth the gamble. And it's like, there's also got to be a way to, to make it work, whether it's, again, just, like, as a consultant or just, like, as a draft coach. Like, he, he's got a lot to offer a teams. Um, and, again, like, I, I don't know. I... I really want to hear at some point more of the details of why his coaching know, style yeah. didn't fit well, with cloud so, nine. Cause...
0: So I, I want to pose you, to you guys to this question. He is the head coach of cloud nine, right? And hired, like brought in all of these assistant coaches. He yeah. brought in a coaching staff. Where is the coaching like differences coming from? Like, is it coming from Jack? Why does Jack have a say in the coaching of the, of, of the team as the owner? Like why hire a head coach? If Jack is just going to like take over it, oh, wow. There is that, a lot that more to like overall to stuff,
1: though. Like, mm-hmm. like for example, like maybe he thinks that it's n- when he was in Korea before they actually came to L.A. Like, they just fucking grind. Like the Korean players, like Summit, uh, Berserker, Malice, LS, all like played like as like a team, a pseudo team, like while mm-hmm. they're in Korea, and they grind a lot. And maybe the L.A. version of Cloud Nine very much goes yeah, we can't really have our players, we don't want our players to be, like, playing and scrimming and grinding the game 16 hours a day. We don't think that's good, so we, we think that you should cut this back. Like, it could be something as simple as that, right? Where you understand where they're coming from because, yeah, maybe it's not good that players play, like, grind 16 hours a day, but mm-hmm. the Korean players and LS think this is the best way to do League of Legends, right? Like, it could it, be something as simple as that, uh-huh.
0: right? I mean, in, in historic, <laughs> historic results, like speak for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> if, if if Western players are, are playing that way, it's probably the best way to play the game.
2: hmm yeah. So I, I think that, like, I don't think it could be that simple, though, because, like, that's something that, if if it was the case, could be remedied. Yeah. Right? And, like, I think the idea also of, like, him bringing in, in the whole coaching staff is another huge thing where it's like, this to me had to be a very personal issue where like they're citing his coaching style, but like it had to be personal because everyone he brought on to coach his style of play and reinforce like his vision of the game, right? Like they're not going to change that unless they're like now afraid that they're also going to be released. But it's like, it, it had to have been something very personal about like, how he was interacting with the players or like something and again i i don't want to speculate because we just don't have mm-hmm. the information yeah. but like if it was a small thing i unless he was like really really unpleasant in the way that they had that conversation where it was like if jack came to him and was like i don't think that they should be you know grinding as much and scrimming sixteen hours a day and he's like Fuck you, Jack, and he shit on the roof of his car. Yeah, I mean, him. obviously, but right, like I think, he didn't do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think like I I don't think it's appropriate to speculate like the the wild. I don't know some of the wild claims that I've. it will come out at some point. Like, just yeah, exactly. But yeah. but you definitely have just have to assume like okay, Ellis didn't do those things. Like it had to be something yeah. different.
2: And but like in that yeah, I'm just like, what what, what would it have been? Yeah, that, like they can take him out as like the top who had everyone on board and it's like, well, if we just shift the pyramid up one rung, (laughs) that's not the same pyramid anymore. Right, it's like, you have the whole structure, you scrape a layer off the top and it's totally fine now, Like, th- this is the team and style he built. Like, yeah,
1: you could you could also just argue that everyone he brought on wasn't fully, like, as committed to it as he was, true. right? they're two drafts mm-hmm. the The day after it's released, Saturday and Sunday, were very much not LS drafts, right? Very much not LS itemization. Um, And, mm-hmm. I don't know, it goes to show you, maybe, maybe those players, like, even, like, Max, who was the head coach a year before LS, even though he's LS, is, like, an LS disciple, as you would say, and mm-hmm. uh, he's now the head coach after, he obviously doesn't fully think the same way or else you probably probably would have drafted like an enchanter in somewhere in their comp true. right true but either way we'll find out eventually it sounds like we won't hear any like fucking crazy juice because it sounds like everyone overall is on good terms it very much seems like uh cloud nine paid out ls uh well which th- thank fucking god oh. he deserves it imagine uprooting your life and then not yeah. getting paid out um but Dude, it sounds the, like the
2: settlement and ndas that have yeah. to be like
1: no one's going to get dogged on, but we probably will find out some details is probably what's going to happen in the yeah. next couple of weeks. I,
2: I would, I don't know if we'll see it in the next couple weeks, man. I think we might be like after spring Well,
1: I, all I know is that like LS is doing a bunch of shows and interviews this week. Like he's doing tra- an okay. interview with Travis. Mm-hmm. He's doing a podcast with like Doublelift. He's doing a podcast with Dom. Like it's yeah. like all these things like that you might, uh, we might, so we'll hear at least some details.
0: Uh, and either way, Cloud Nine. I mean, their roster is fucking sick. Like, I'm so yeah, excited to crazy. watch the rest of it. So, mm-hmm. it's a it's really exciting to to be an NALCS fan at the moment. Um, oh, it could have been though. A little <laughs> bit less exciting than it was last week, but yeah, it's yeah. all right. Um, cool. Let's
1: talk about the roundtable. Awesome. Yeah. So last this last week's roundtable question was invent a new skin line. What are some of the premier skins in the set from our Twitter? Uh, Calvin said they need to do a co- collaboration with an anime to do skins based on characters Frieza Zera, mm-hmm. Goku set, Krill and Gnar, lol but uh, other anime would work Naruto, One Piece, etc. Uh, I don't think we'll ever go that route unless League is actually like starting to die but then I don't think they'd have the pull but um, it'd be crazy. I I honestly wouldn't hate it. Like I know a lot of people are like, I don't think it's good for the game. But dude, Fortnite kind of looks fun that you can just beat yeah. I, the I fuck was you want.
0: I was literally gonna make that comparison. It's like okay, yeah. But then you say yeah, I fucking. I just Goku just ganked me, man. I'm fucking tired of this shit. Like <laughs> yeah. <it's> so funny. <laughs> it's, it's, like Spider Man just like, killed me.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. It seems fun to me. Um, yeah. Yeah next is from Jaden who says pro wrestling skins Hulk Hogan set Andre the Giant Mundo, uh, China Lowy, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Darius <laughs> this would be kind of sick from our discord, mm. Pard said pro- uh, probably a pretty o- uh, obvious one but I'd make an agent skin line, uh, it would just be league champs re- mal- reimagined as Valorant agents, uh, I think for premier oh. I'd probably have agent Jet as a kali agent Phoenix as Echo, agent Sage as Soraka I think it'd be pretty cool to see all the Valorant characters in league but I think these three would be be a great start i mean it would make a shitload of money for sure
0: (laughs) wouldn't a more a more like apt one-to-one for phoenix be lucian
1: yeah lucian would be pretty cool yeah yeah Mm. it's it's really interesting though it'd be a really cool one Um, Yeah, yeah yeah Next Red Escort is from Lucky Ducky. He said, I would love to see an expansion on Special Forces skin line, but more of an A-Team 80s macho vibe. Um, you could have Grave as the weapon specialist, Corky as artillery support, Pike stealth ops, Pantheon, uh, Pantheon or clad come screaming in with their ults, uh, and the A-Team theme blasting through. <laughs> That's kind of sick um and then uh, last but not least uh mountain drew said i would love to see a rock rock climbing skin line this one's my favorite um <laughs> most of them would just be chad climbers like Setter or Lowey. their back animations would be them absolutely demolishing a beta but then they could throw in ice climbers noon and will up for the lulls it's just what a fucking out of left field skin line, they, but
0: their <laughs> discord by the way they just talk about rock climbing all the fucking time Oh i really? <laughs> don't get yeah. it yeah that's funny <laughs>
1: uh anyways this week's roundtable question is what change would you make to current league of legends to sorry what change would you make to your current i fucking phrase this like shit what change would you would make your current league of legends experience better there we go uh
0: i think just uh optimizing the rank system so it's not from i don't know the early 2000s would be good <laughs> yeah uh, like it, i think if you have a 50 percent win rate you should probably be climbing very slowly um, it, like there, you you shouldn't decay down, or you shouldn't drop to demote to seventy five points. Um, you should still keep the 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 zero LP protection. Yeah. Um, there probably shouldn't be decay below like diamond one, if we're being honest. Uh, and, and then I I personally think some something to to force the rank distribution further towards like gold being 50 uh would yeah. be, be my ideal i don't know scenario for that
1: yeah for sure what about you colton
2: um i mean part of me wants to say delete every character that's come out in the last four years um, but I I don't know if that would actually make the game any better. There's We've seen your your what, what would scores, make your but... your league gludge
1: experience better? It Doesn't have to make the game better. It just wants your experience to be better. Gives Zillion oh. a second damaging ability.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say I think like really taking a look at like resources across the board in terms of like mana versus. Just cooldown characters, and like cast time and missile speeds. Yeah, because like I feel like there's a lot of inconsistency there. Like when we're talking about right, like Renata versus Zillion, and, and like if they modernized Zillion, like it would cast faster, and it would probably not keep you in stasis as long. And I think that there are a lot of things like that in the game. Um, like again, like as a Zillion player. The actual missile speed of his Q going through the air in that arc is so slow. Yeah. It's so fucking slow compared to, like, so many other characters where it's, like, that's that's why you just don't see a lot of zillions hit double bombs. It's not because it's a hard skill shot. Like, it's super wide, and it'll latch on to anything.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: because, like, they have three seconds to move while it's in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would just love to see like a modernization more of of a lot of resources and like uh, projectile speeds and and like hitboxes and stuff.
1: Hell yeah um for myself you know? it would be two <laughs> things they're just like little things right now uh one of them is hallbreaker i think it's just not fun to play top lane True. like not only is top lane relatively weak right now but also if you're not playing a hallbreaker character it feels like you're trolling your team uh but that's just like a small little thing um the other thing though would be fuck what was it oh no i'm, I'm already tom forgetting Kinch. no no it's not tom catch fuck Ooh. what was it oh shit Oh no, I might I'll just come back to it. But like I had okay. another good one that was like really, really important. But um yeah, Hallbreaker, just like little things like that just kinda of, like annoy me about the game and kind of just make my overall playing experience just worse, I guess. It just feels like they should hotfix things like that a little bit quicker, I think. But Yeah. yeah. Anyways, if you want to tell us what change would make your League of Legends experience better, you can hit us up on our Twitter at LeagueCast. You can send us an email at or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash LeagueCast.
0: Awesome. Uh, let's jump into Mailfighter. First email is from Tyler. You guys mentioned the 80s cartoon version of Zed and I raise you to Doodle Bob themed skins. Super basic looking designs that are more or less 2D that people pay $20 a skin for. Jesus. <laughs> I think it would be fun to see something like that in the game. Keep up the content. Tyler. How what is, is Bob? I don't remember. Oh, SpongeBob oh like SpongeBob. Like SpongeBob. Uh-huh. I see. Yeah. yeah. I, see. I, I think what
2: you're describing is, like, them just copy-pasting, like, the initial concept art of a skin and selling that as a finished yeah. product. It's
1: kind of funny, though, dude. I would love a Tom <laughs> Kent just a piece of paper, like, just t- tilting around back yeah. and forth. uh uh-huh. <laughs> Like a water <waddle laughs> one. so
2: funny. Yeah. <laughs> um... Thanks for the email, Tyler. Next one is from Willful Piranha. Hello, please refer to me as Willful Piranha 60. My bad. Uh, what is up to three absolutely beautiful men? Just wanted to get your opinions on a couple of things. First question Would the idea of an item that extends the range of casters be broken? An item similar to rapid fire cannon? Uh, if not how do you think the item like this could work? Uh, Pretty vague question but we want to hear your thoughts uh, come to mind second question with the whole Enchantress meta being prevalent it led my mind to think of other ideas this is too stupid to read then please disregard (laughs) Uh, team comp in which there is uh, one top, two mid, one jungle one bot very heavy CC uh, based team with assassins top would be something like a tank bruiser scion or volibear mid would have to be an enchantress and an assassin so like Janna or jana as aiden likes to say it uh and that with like a zed or a talon jungle could also be an assassin like shako or evelyn and bot is the most important would have to be a champion that can instant lock an enemy under turret neona would be the prime example This way, the solo bot could tower sit and look for locks if the enemy bottom two are playing super aggressively, Uh, though this would make the enemy AD carry turbo farmed, which is why the rest of the team is Assassin CC-based. This would also make mid a winning lane, which is the shortest path to Nexus, thought. Uh, Third question. Is Renata the first champ with the Berserk CC skill, if so, why were you guys so casual uh, when talking about her alt? Thanks for all the wonderful content I look forward to every week. All the best, Wolf of Piranha 60. Uh, so easiest question, is Ronaldo the first champion with a Berserk CC skill? Yes. It's yes. a new status effect in the game. Um,
1: first new one since Zoe, it says Zoe, right? Yes, y- Zoe's the first Yeah. Step. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I-, I think to me the biggest e- reason why we didn't make a huge deal about it is that like this has been a something that people have kind of thrown around for years. Yeah. And Riot doesn't have a great track record of doing things with new status effects that they add. Right? Like, Brittle is still only one character. Sleep is like three characters. Even Fear, there's like ten. Like, they don't... I uh, Like, if they started making more characters with Berserk, but they're probably not going to. Like, it, it's a one-off thing probably and that's why to me it's not
1: huge they're also just like plays off other seasons it's not like it's like game changing right like like sleep is Mm -hmm. is practically a different type of stun right berserk is kind of a different type of taunt um they're they're things like that in the game already and i don't think it's like absolutely crazy it is really cool i like the fact that you're buffing like their stats and stuff on like an enemy but that's overall it's like it doesn't change the game that much i think i I Uh think
0: it's kind of a boring um cc uh it it seems like it's very it, i i guess like the 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 videos that i've seen and the times that i've used it it seems like it really doesn't do anything by itself uh and even then when you are um you know using it 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 seems very low impact uh just visually speaking
1: the the visual thing is like crazy it very much feels like you're just like seraphine or like you're, like, Seraphine ulting people. It feels like you can't really tell that they're hitting each other and stuff like that. You watch clips yeah. of it when it, like, works really well and it's really cool. Like, I watched a video of, like, a Yon three-hitting his eighty carry or something like that. Mm. Um, but, like, overall, yeah, I think the visual clarity is, like, definitely an issue with it in-game right now. Like, I don't really... It, I can't really tell that they're actually damaging each other.
0: Yeah, I, I think it, the biggest issue is that it's sort of, like, they're, they're berserk against everyone, not just one single target. It almost seems yeah. like it should be, like... Everyone will be attacking one target, like you right?
1: boomer-goo someone from like uh, Left for Dead, or like yeah, exactly, game. exactly.
0: You like you boomerang one person, and every single person will will be attacking them. Be uh, really I don't cool. know. I don't know how to do that to like if you hit multiple people, um, but I, I think that just seems like a much more impactful and exciting ability than Renata's at the moment.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think a way that they could potentially do it in the future to make make it like a single target berserk that like. You have to hit the right person, but if you do, their jinx is now hitting their team. Yeah. Right? And, like, I think that that, again, if it was, like, longer, potentially, I don't know how long Renata's lasts, um, but...
1: It's, It's really short. You could you could have another ultimate in the game like a couple years down the line where it's a skill shot berserk that you throw on someone and then after that it's like a point and click ability so you cast it on who they're gonna target or whatever like you're like fucking like Mm. sending the dogs on someone Uh, that'd be like a really cool way of doing it and I think it'd be interesting but we'll see. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, So second question, your 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 team comp pitch for like tank top CC character bot. Made with an enchanter, assassin, jungle, and with an assassin. Um, I I don't You're
0: know. Lack, you, so I I actually think this is pretty close to how I think the game should be played. Um, I question your so I I think your comp like specifically la- lacks too much sustained uh, or lacks um, sustained damage too much. Um, you have what three assassins and a tank and a support he's
2: doing two assassins an enchanter a tank and then bot lane with the designation was somebody that can lock enemies under turrets so i'm considering that like a support with cc yeah
0: that's what i'm thinking too Why should
2: i should not like know a Shen, like, though?
1: like like wouldn't that just be i like guess better? yeah like a soul later yeah. who does the same thing rather than having a leona bottom solo lane mm-hmm. um, for sure but yeah uh, like, I,
0: I think you're just kind of sacking a lane for yeah. for no reason
1: people um, used to run eighty uh, carry support mid though because it gives you that, like lots of priority on the map that's like that's the what i wanted to say before
0: yeah I, I actually think that's how the game should be played honestly um you i don't know put like your put a self-sufficient bot or uh i don't know solo laner vladimir or something like that canon you can farm from afar you're pretty effective without you know a shit ton of items um and then you know you're unlock your support to be on the map everywhere Uh, your AD carry gets to safely farm in mid because it's a really short lane. Um, and, uh, I dunno, you have access to every single Herald, every single dragon fight. Um, I dunno, I I feel like that's the way the game should be played. Uh, but I could be wrong about that. Of course.
1: Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And lastly, the idea of an item that extends ranges of spells for casters, other than being a nightmare to code. Because I think that's the reason for sure it doesn't exist currently is that increasing like the range of all of those abilities and then like accounting for interactions and stuff would be really difficult.
1: Yeah. Like they they tried to put it on a character like years ago. Um, This character would create like a hexagon box. And if you shot an ability through like one side of the box, it would come out through the other side across. Um, And first of all, it's just impossible to run on like computers. And then second of all, it was just super unclear because spell's, currently are stronger than auto attacks therefore increasing an auto attack by 200 range or whatever isn't like it, it's strong but it's not like game breaking whereas if, if you increase a blitzcrank hook by 200 range like that's game changing
2: yeah and and that was the next thing i was going to say is that people's like internal measurements of champion abilities are so much more like fine-tuned and it would feel really really shitty mm-hmm. to play against right it's like you know that the range you have to be to not get blitzcrank hooked or to just barely be outside the Ezreal queue or, you know, whatever it is having that change with an item, I think would just feel terrible.
0: So this item exists in Dota. Um, and last I was, you know, keeping up with the professional scene, it was built on every single non like melee range spellcaster in the game. Uh, and it was a permanent upgrade it wasn't like every every i don't know five seconds your next spell will do it like uh it it didn't have a cooldown the way that rapid fire does um so yeah i mean increasing cast range i would assume would be absolutely broken uh which is the why which is the reason it doesn't exist um but yeah great email thank you uh willful piranha 60. Our next email is from Runeterra's Traveling Circus. I know you be may be wondering what this is all about. Have you heard of the Runeterra Traveling Circus? If yes, well, then I guess you can stop listening. But if not, let me tell you about a place that anyone would die to go to. We have many great acts lined up for all to see. Come see our axe juggler, Draven. His skill uh, is unmatched in making sure those axes never touch the ground. Did I mention the axes are also on fire? Don't worry, it's perfectly safe for him at least. But if that's not your cup of tea, why not see what our beastmaster Nunu has to offer? He's tamed quite the fearsome beast. It can dance and even roll a ball around. How cute. Just don't try to feed it. Oh, want to see more sharp objects being thrown around? Then come seeing, see the dazzling duo of Zion Rakan. Even with her eyes closed, she won't hit him as he spins around on that wheel. I can't say the same for any that may stand behind the reel, but really, that was their fault. Too dangerous for you? Well... We do have our mime, Bard, not very talkative fellow, but he's mostly harmless. Just try not to make his little friends mad. They can be quite aggressive. Uh, ah, but you must be wondering about who I am. Well, I'm Shaco, of course, the ringmaster of Rintera's Traveling Circus. Now, why don't you come on down? Nobody will get hurt, promise. Anyways, hello, Cast, it's arm It's been a hot minute. I had the circus skin theme stuck in my head for the longest time. So this roundtable was perfect to get it out there. Seriously, why doesn't Riot have a skin? Or I'm sorry, why doesn't Draven have a skin where his axes are on fire? Yet, come on, Riot. Sorry, f- uh, still not sorry for the long email. Also, root for CLG Rinter- Rintero's traveling circus. Thank you, honestly oh, yeah, I think safe. that's a great idea for a skin line. Yeah, that's that, that really really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and definitely like fits. It, it it feels almost like it's already an existing theme, even even though it's yeah. not.
2: Shako would absolutely murder everyone who came to the circus, mm-hmm.
0: though. But like a like a circus draven would be really cool. He's got a clown yeah. mask, like a, a painted on one. Yeah, mm-hmm. very That'd cool. Great. Thanks, Armis. Yeah. All right.
2: Uh, next email is from Pards Haley hey, Cast. It's your favorite exhaust Aram lad. <laughs> the most recent update on Legends of Runeterra. I'm back to doing my path of champions. I feel like for the most part the game is designed really well. However, I feel like they sort of missed the mark on Yumi. Half of her cards make sense, uh, like a 3-mana 2-2 two, two, that grants plus 1-1 one, one to the unit it's attached to. Uh, if she isn't attached, she gets plus 1-1 one, one every turn, I think this is just Yumi's stat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Yumi's two, a
0: 3-mana yeah. 2-2. Two, two. She can attach to Here other cards. If she's attached
2: 1-1 one, one to the ally every turn. Yeah. yeah.
0: If not, it's her.
2: I feel like it doesn't make sense to have a beefy Yumi and then attaching <laughs> things to her to make her better. Uh, I would think that Colton is the one who plays the most Legends of Runeterra, but I'm curious if you guys think this is a good champ card design or not. Uh, my family is maybe looking to get another pooch, and I'm looking for Ooh. good dog names. Being from the south, we're thinking Bubba. Do you guys have any good boy or girl name recommendations? Cheers, Pards.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That seems appropriate for for Yumi, um, but I, I'm yeah. just in theory, not in gameplay. I don't know anything about the. The gameplay of it
2: yeah the only other thing i would think is that potentially if they if they didn't want to go to like the just having yumi give them stats over time which they kind of right like they, they built the attach mechanic for yumi mm-hmm. um right like they they introduced in this big patch the attach mechanic yeah of like udir stances and then formidable as a new keyword um which I think if they hadn't introduced like attach, where you're like giving that unit your keywords yeah. and you know some stats, maybe they could have done something where like Yumi attaches differently, and maybe it's a multiplier on their ability, mm. or maybe it's that their you know thing double triggers, right? Where it's like every time the unit that Yumi's attached to their ability goes off have it go a second time or like if it would be deal two damage it becomes deal three damage like i, I don't know I, I think it's pretty
1: fine um yeah I, I think the attached mechanic make like pulls it all together i think otherwise yeah. it's a little weird but attached yeah. is a great mechanic for yumi i think
0: yeah seems uh-huh. all right uh, um of that, dog
1: names dog names
0: i i'm gonna say i think i i think the funniest thing you could do and like some of the best animal names or just like human names benjamin like yeah just imagine you had benjamin the dog i mean like charlie is a, a aiden's dog's name mm-hmm. and that's a that's a that's a great name but like yeah i don't know you just call out for bill and then you know your guests are expecting a, a mm-hmm. person and your dog just comes running out i think that's really funny
2: yeah <laughs> um i'm also a big fan of just like people names mm-hmm. right where he's just like hey hey todd get in here and yeah and it's your dog um Outside of that, I mean, I feel like it's... Ooh, you could very, call... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, it's super open-ended, obviously, like, depending on what your feeling are. I would just say, I, I, I don't love names that are, like, so crazy out there that it just, like, feels cringe for everyone else to hear it or say it.
1: Mm-hmm. Just name right. your dog someone else, like in your household. Like we always joke about naming, like our uh, Kennedy, and I, like when we get our dog, naming it Trevor. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just super funny. Name
0: it after your mom or
1: dad. Yeah, yeah, it's funny.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. You could name it after a league, like some of the dogs in league. You can name it Warwick, Nassus, Blue Basket.
1: Good one. I knew you I knew
0: were you actually so for that. that. I knew Thank he you. wasn't. really happy that you had Thank to wait. Thank you. To that <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> <Thanks cards. laughs> Thanks, Fards. Uh, next email is from Ginger Spice. Dear Aiden, as an A... Oh, I guess Aiden should... This one's We've got a couple of
1: Cogma emails, but I'll read this one. As an eighty carry main and Cog enthusiast, I will agree that your item build definitely feels amazing. However, I feel like uh, I could have a skewed opinion since I'm just a low elo scrub. It's painfully easy-, easy just to sit back and farm, then wait for my no IQ opponents to try to go aggro on me, press W to win the trade, and probably win 300 gold in the process. I agree. I, I completely agree with that. Uh, I did not want to share that I can... I did want to share that I can finally uh truly say that my team cost me rank game. There's no denying this one. There I was, plugged in lane, uh plugging away in lane, killing it on cog with a KDA of 705. Uh both teams had taken two towers. They had two drags. We had one dragon, one herald. We were up 5k gold and my team picked a 4v5 with my pike support hook site yeah pike support hooking a mid-Velkause on top of me, which gave me my first death. My other three teammates uh involved also died and immediately surrender vote with thrown up and passes all four of my teammates voted surrender oh, no. in an even match at 20 minutes 18 seconds uh even after losing the fight we were still up 2k gold uh say it was my fault my support uh seemed to think it was anyways do you think do you guys have any stories like that thanks uh for the entertaining uh drives to work every week ginger spice uh it sounds like you shouldn't have died to be honest yeah, um, just don't like.
2: Yeah, you know, with all those resources, how'd you even die? It is crazy, <laughs> no, that, I, like how,
1: like Cogma Spike. Though the amount of people that like go, oh, he's a Kogma, I'll just mm-hmm. kill him. Versus mm-hmm. when you get your like core of like Runon's, uh, what's the fucking multi item? Rage, Rage Blade, Shield, Rage, Runon's Rage Blade and Shieldbo. When you get that, and then just you just stand there not moving yeah. and kill whoever comes at you. <laughs> it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: I mean, I think we've all probably had games that have been surrendered when we thought that they were very winnable or that things were pretty even
1: Dude, strategic surrenders and unstrategic surrenders are really important in league like if you want to mm-hmm. surrender vote to pass make sure your teammates are all dead um true <laughs> and if you don't want to one to pass and you're just rage surrendering and don't put it up when everyone's gonna die <laughs>
0: yeah um i don't know i, I guess like Sometimes I, I feel like we used to queue as four, and then I don't know. Sometimes we'd surrender and lose. The oh, we would absolutely. Well, look, everyone yeah, wants a a meme to meme vote ass. yes, right? And then yeah, but if, if sure. everyone
1: meme votes yes at the same time, you lose.
0: <laughs> yeah, you definitely have <laughs> um, to have like a uh, one or two people just waiting.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah! Thanks, Ginger Spice. Yeah, awesome,
0: yeah. and thank you, Aiden, for the celeb shot of the reading. Mm-hmm. Um, next email is from Elliot. Who boy, y'all better pray for me. I'm currently stuck in iron one. Fuck my life. But I have decided slash already started becoming a Seraphine one trick in ranked. I honestly think a lot of people underestimate how much she can do with wave clear and in team fights. Uh, I've also, uh, enjoyed trying different runes. I think my favorite is airy just for the extra undodgeable poke, but dark harvest is also fun. Anyway, thoughts on Seraphine currently. Also, you should pray for me because I've started watching one piece from the beginning. Sweet baby Jesus, it's a lot of episodes. Thanks for a great podcast, Elliot.
1: I can actually hop in here. I I, I wanted to talk about this a couple weeks back, but I never got to it. People mm-hmm. still think Seraphine is a support character. Like after they fixed her yeah. Moonstone interaction, she's just a way better like mid building like mage items. Like Moonstone is a really bad item on her going her mid with like actual like damage. She she st- she actually is a combo mage, and I feel like people don't play her like that because of how good of an enchanter she was for the first three months yeah. or so that she was
2: released i haven't seen seraphine in
1: a game in she's months. pretty weak but like like in theory she's better mid than support
0: i actually think um she is, her best role is as an ap carry bot lane well, that also makes um, sense, Yeah. so you 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 do gain i i can understand like i i guess wanting to play support just because her w her empowered w is really strong and her ultimate's obviously yeah. one of the most game-changing abilities in the game um that being said, like she does gain a lot from having other people around, uh, and she has probably, I mean, probably the most reliable, like safe wave clear in the game for people who like for, for champions that regularly go bot lane. I would say, uh, you, you toss an empowered Q on a on a minion wave, and then I, I think basically they all die. Um, so I, I would give her a shot there. It, props if you have a another um support there i think she's really really good um with an enchanter support mm-hmm. if you go uh, seraphine sona i think is still one of the strongest lanes in the game that doesn't get played uh, yeah. but stuff like seraphine uh uh yumi you know is really good as well um but yeah i mean she she's a she's a good character definitely more of a damage dealer than she used to be and less of a support than she used to be so
1: hell yeah good luck Elliot. Do you want me to read the other Kogma email?
0: <laughs> Is this the other one? Yeah. Sure.
1: It's no, from for Max it. and Mox, who's fucking, like our most cracked listener. Um, hello, Leaguecast friends. Uh, what it do? It's your boy Max. Uh, did I call him Mad Mox? No, I think you did. No, I right. just
2: love that you called him our most cracked listener. <laughs> He's fucking cracked
1: at the game. Uh, uh, I thought I called him Mad and Mox like Nick does. It's Max and Mox. <laughs> uh, back at it again with another email. So after my week break from League, I can now say that I've hit Grandmaster with my ADC account, maining Kogma and Aiden, you were absolutely correct. Cog is absolutely nasty. Uh, I uh, I went Haltbreaker instead of Hydra, though, because Ooh. statistically speaking, it's the most gold efficient item in the game. I just told my team to leave me alone after 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm <hunting> plus... alone. <laughs> that meme is so good. Hallbreaker plus shield bow makes you literally unkillable in a split-push monster. In other news, my girlfriend hit Diamond, so it looks like I'm going God to shopping uh shopping re- uh Now that Renata is fully released, I'm going to say that if you think she's broken overpowered, you might be either high or bad. Um, sorry for the <laughs> long email i had to make up for you guys uh for not getting any emails last week with all love in the world Matt, max and mox he sent me a message when he was building it on uh, kogma and i think it makes a lot of sense like yeah there's so many times that i want to push up as kogma but because you're kogma like you're getting close to being one of the 1v1 people but like usually you die but hullbreaker is so fucking stupid you're so tanky with it, mm-hmm. it makes sense on him like it, it sounds it, really especially good Especially
0: if you're building like a, another defensive item, like a like a Randuin's or something yeah. like that, where like you can sort of double dip into the tankiness without two hundred fucking damage. armor on
1: Kogma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you're yeah. not losing
0: the damage that you would uh, on on another carry. I feel like I, I wanted to say this when you were like saying like I wanted to split push on Kog. I feel like Kogma is the champion with the highest like like target on his back in the game. Like, yeah, like no, oh, we just sure. need to kill the Kogma, like, now, like, in, in team fights. I guess more so than Teemo, like, theoretically, because people like to joke about it. I feel that, like it's the but... same
1: way on both teams, though, because your team's also like, okay, we need to protect our Kogma all the time. So oh, it's yeah, 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 nine for sure. People looking at you the entire game.
0: Yeah, all eyes are on Kogma if you're playing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're
1: that playing... being said, I, I do think that you're actually smoking Reefer, uh, Max, uh, if you think that <laughs> yeah, Renata sure. is bad. Uh, the character is fucking really good. I, I think that it's taking a lot of people a long time to learn her, though. I've laned with a couple, and they've all been really. Really bad at the character though so for sure uh, but she is fucking crazy good i think
0: i feel like her q is like one of the hidden strong abilities in, in her kid the like difference between people just like
1: good. hitting it and then immediately moving them versus people yeah. who hit it hold it for like a second then move them at the very end duration mm. to maximum cc is like also a mechanic that people don't use like or, she, or, or who
0: actually who actually holds um and, and is able to to hit it into another person for the extra stun
1: or people who, oh. like, take glacial honor. Instead <laughs> of just, like, randomly pulling them, you pull them through the glacial, so they have to walk, yeah. like, in a line through it. It's, like, yeah. there's so much, like, little things like that that people don't do on our already. So, mm-hmm. it, it's really, really cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Congrats yeah, awesome. with your Thanks. girlfriend hitting diamond. Thanks.
2: And for, yeah, getting grand masked on your carry account. Yeah,
0: That's crazy. Uh,
2: Next email from Matt. We, AKA, we, actually, AKA,
0: we actually skipped one, if you want to go oh, up. I'm so dumb.
1: Sorry. No, you that's right, the Email right.
2: from Matt, a.k.a. League Saint. Yeah, he got AKA, it, AKA, yeah. Oh, you said Grande. Matt
0: first, even though it's not Matt it's first. It's Lee A.K.A. Matt, A.K.A.
1: Jock LeCock Grande. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I got you. I, <laughs> okay, I'm cool, here. Cool, cool, I got the cool, right cool. email. Howdy, guys. Just figured, since you mentioned that you received no emails last week, I felt an <laughs> obligation to at least say hello and ask a question. Right? Seems to be reworking champions I decide to main. Happened with Wukong, Pantheon, Yorick, and Volibear. I wish that there was an option to play them with the kit you want and not be forced to relearn a champion you love. What do you guys think about that idea and what kind of problems could it cause? Can't wait for the next episode. And thanks again for the patch note breakdown. Sincerely, one of your many fans, league saint, AKA Matt, AKA Jock LeCock Grundy
1: care guys. I'm going ghoul York this game. (laughs) You have to (laughs) spec into ghoul York. Like it's a costume. It's like an alternative.
2: Yeah. Are you going to
0: put on like traditional York and then, and then that unlocks the, the kit that you go at. So I, I think I'd like to, to talk first on this because I think I'm the harshest. Um I don't really have a lot of sympathy for mains of characters who got reworked. I, I think you can you can find it's other positive. characters. only <laughs> positive. Yeah, I, I think you can find other characters to enjoy and I think like the overall it, it is better overall for the game if characters like Aatrox, like on uh, like a, attack speed on hit Aatrox doesn't exist, like Ghoul Yorick doesn't exist. Yeah. Whatever the fuck monstrosity that old Sion used to be doesn't exist. Yeah. Um and, and I I think that's that is really harsh to to some people, but you know, if you're if you're reworking a character with I don't know like a, a 0.1% pick rate, uh however dedicated they may be to be healthier for the game, I think that is better overall in the long run. Um and keeping those kits around is I think problematic because the characters themselves are obviously problematic otherwise they wouldn't be getting reworked um, we're, we're never going to see a Yorick or a Scion or Poppy level rework for characters uh, however old they may be for, for like Revan or Yasuo you know because they were very well designed and and even though they might be incredibly frustrating to play against like overall they are a a, a net like positive for the game yeah, um, for where, sure. whereas I, I think the reworked characters weren't
2: yeah, I. The other thing I would say is like I, I. There's no world in which you'd be able to play a different version of a champion. That being said, I. I do think it would be, so so fun, and we've talked about this throughout the years of like, I, I wish I could go into a custom game mode, and just select what patch we're playing. Yeah,
0: on. patch fucking four twenty Warwick. Dude, right? <laughs> right? That's yeah, coming like,
1: for you if you like keep saying that, would be...
2: that really that'd be so fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah. what was the quote from that fucking dork when he like shut down that riot like league of legends classic project
0: oh god i don't remember but i remember being cringe it was, that's what i'm like trying to reference i that. see i see yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just fucking just fucking very dark, i huh? am
0: i am intellectual <laughs> yeah um but yeah, yeah like
1: league classic would be cool even though it, i don't think it's actually good to release and they don't need to put resources into that it'd just be like fun as like a oh be, yeah like, it, wouldn't,
2: it wouldn't be great for the game but would it be a blast to be like custom game night playing on 1.9 yeah
0: yeah for <laughs> like sure. hell
2: yeah we're going tree, twisted tree line patch 2.4 mm-hmm. yeah it, it, would, it would
0: it would be fun but they got reworked for a reason and typically oh, yeah. it's because they're problematic for the game as a whole not just for like their character i guess
1: yeah
0: cool yeah unfortunate uh thank you matt our next email is from mrs zek first time emailing been listening for a while just never had a question come to mind or couldn't muster up the minimal effort it takes to send an email what would be the worst most inefficient build possible obviously using full items also sleeper strat sleeper op strat is ap lucian you need about three items for it to be good but hey that's what it uh that's why it's a sleeper uh you gotta sleep half the game then wake up and be viable thanks mrs Zack
1: I mean, the boring answer is any crit build on a non-character that has, like, not good auto-attacks because crit builds late game or, like, when Colton used to always do fucking slap chop builds where, like, you just go for, like, one big damage, like, auto and stuff like that on characters that don't have good auto-attacks because you're not a good character until you're four, five, six items, but Mm -hmm. you're still a fucking 100% crit character and you do damage at that point. So, like, any character can become an AD carry, like, if they're given enough time, right? Yeah but that's the kind of the boring answer much sure, I don't I don't have enough time to prep to well, like think of a good answer though. So, let me try and
2: read through this question again. You' just there, trying to find most- like
1: a build that doesn't come online for like a while so you're committing a lot of gold for something that doesn't fucking do anything until x amount of time yeah. into the game.
2: Well, he's just he just asks like, what's the worst, most inefficient build possible? Yeah, and then they say. I don't AP know Lucian, if he wants one that's actually good.
1: AP Lucian is not good until you have a couple items. You have like Ludens to actually proc shit, then Lich Bane to actually use your auto yeah. attacks and stuff like that. Oh, but it comes, I comes, like all I, right at some point. To
2: me, I think he's asking what is the worst six item build that would make you like the weakest, right? So it's like Infinity Edge plus Navori Quick Blades plus <laughs> yeah. Rage Blade, and then like two like a tank item and two AP items. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Right, where it's just like you've completely ruined the efficiency of two of your items by building the rage blade, and then you build like a tank item and then like a solo death cap and like a Morella Nomicon even though your character only deals physical damage. Yeah, yeah I guess
0: it depends on the character, but uh, I mean the realistic answer would be like you go full AP Vayne, and don't yeah. build like Nashers or Lich mm-hmm. Bane because she doesn't have any AP scalings. Uh so yeah. so you would just be a I, I don't know level eighteen vein with the health and non damage stats that <laughs> that it offers, but that's it.
1: Speaking about yeah. items, though, we're uh, in our next month's Patreon episode. We're gonna be talking about removed items for uh, a little teaser. I I got Ooh. all the images and stuff set up for us, but I'm I'm so yeah. so excited. Thirty five yeah. items to talk about. So
0: Ooh, that'll nice. be good. And we're putting it in a uh, I guess I don't a little know little tier list just to organize. It. Them, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll talk fun. about which ones are uh, broken.
1: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. sweet. All right. Next email is from Mundy. Hey guys, recently ran into an auction that lost his lane really badly to a Jax. He then came bottom and decided to uh, proceed proceeded to follow me around. He followed my path exactly, similarly to an Echo Waltz trail. I thought that it must have been a script and that it is probably used to avoid the Lever Buster. Have any of you seen anything like this before? No.
0: Yeah, I have but not that. Either. sounds
2: hilarious.
0: I mean, it sounds hilarious if, if it's not like your promos or something. Yeah,
2: yeah. It sounds hilarious not in a rank game, yeah. but like following somebody around just for kicks is something I've absolutely done. Yeah. And like trying to make it as like precise as possible is mm-hmm. a fun little mini game. But I do think that that would be pretty funny if someone was like, I don't want to get Leverbuster, so I just have my script to follow somebody like 300 units back.
0: Yeah, I mean, re- realistically, I'm sure there are um, uh, methods in place, like systems in place to to be able to de- detect that, even though it seems like they shouldn't be able to, um, because a lot of it's based on like what enemy proximity, like clicks. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, like how active you are as a yeah. as a player, um, not just like oh they are actually playing the game versus they're not playing the game, you know
1: you're really gonna mm-hmm. troll someone just pick warwick and go pretend to be wolves just kill the big wolf and then <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> <Yeah>. going <laughs> like everyone used yeah, to yeah,
2: yeah or, or pick male and pretend to be Krugs. <laughs> yeah
1: the good old days
2: <laughs> yeah uh that really sucks for the email <laughs> yeah sorry uh, about that Akshan.
0: our last email is from luck or loose uh hey guys it's weird that you didn't get emails last week i was thinking about sending one but i didn't in the but in the end i was lazy and said nah probably some other people did the same um anyway might try the secret 80 carry sauce you talked about two episodes ago you said uh or one of you said said one of you said infernal is shen's best skin and i've come mm-hmm. to disagree shen's best skin is definitely tpa the sound She's his inflatable clappers makes when his auto attack when he auto attacks is immaculate uh i wrote this last week but forgot to send it in uh lol anyways take care and keep it up guys look any T- of about that
1: Ooh. like it's infernal then psyops then shock blade shit plus l three. plus ratio plus and then probably like tba tba like is fun though the autos but
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh that'll do it for this episode of leadcast uh thank you to all of us who sent us an email if you would like to send us an email you can send it to mail at leadcastpodcast.com you can watch us on Twitch at BlueBasket at Frost. Uh Tweet at us at LeagueCast on Facebook. We are Leecast. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com Join our Discord server, Discord.gg forward slash LeagueCast. And finally, support us on Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash LeagueCast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you uh, next week. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.